Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Everybody, happy Tuesday to you. It is July 25th, 2023. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Some rainy and stormy weather last night. Uh, but it's it was nice this morning, at least. I don't know what the weather is going to do today. Maybe we can throw it over to Scoots and figure that stuff out. I missed you all yesterday, but I heard everything went well. Uh, so glad to glad to be back. Glad to be back. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm uh, I'm doing well. Doing well. Excited to be here. Ready to rock and roll. Um, happy happy you're back, Mister Sports Talker. We had a an okay enough show Monday. It was. Um, See, whenever you're doing solo, you're not sure, like, okay, do we have enough here to do two hours? And it actually fit in almost perfectly. So that worked well, but we missed you. We're glad you're back. Glad you're back. And we also may or may not have planned a boys' night out um, while you were gone. So hope you don't have plans next Monday. Boys' night out. What's the occasion for a boys' night out? Well, uh, the the TBT Final qualifier in Louisville. It's the, I guess it's the round of 16 or the quarterfinals or I don't know, but whoever's playing the last game is Monday night at 9 PM in Louisville. I was like, Oh, that's after bedtime. Like I think the boys can sneak out and watch some, some hoops together. Could be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's after my bedtime is the bedtime it's after nine <laughs> nine o'clock at night are you crazy what do you think i am 27 years old well i i felt like 9 p.m really is the last like if i if it was 9 30 there'd be no way but 9 p.m is like okay well if it's over by 11 then yeah yeah we can maybe make that happen but i don't know sometimes does it, i haven't been completely locked in immediately i feel like i'm gonna start my tbt watching today can the elam ending go very long is it shorter or are the games just two hours like most normal games yeah if it's a low scoring game and the like the the target score it, it could it could take them a long time to get there if teams go cold if they if they get a little icy from outside yeah it, it can take a little bit of time but no most of the time with the elim ending it goes by 
it goes by pretty quickly. I think their games are about like an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, the commercial situation a little bit better, especially on the games that are streaming. But you're right. The Freedom Hall Regional starts today. Uh, I wasn't exactly sure when it ended, but as Roush says, it ends Monday. So I guess I know they play Thursday. So is it Tuesday, tonight, Thursday, Saturday, and then Monday? Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. So every other day. Wow. Um, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize there were so many games. But uh, that that action gets started today at Freedom Hall at two o'clock. Let me ask you boys this: Would you it, let's let's say we did do the boys' night, which is definitely can't lock into it because um, I'm a huge <laughs> baby. But I love where you all are at. I like hanging out with you all, so we're on the right page here. But would you rather it be U of L playing in that or not U of L? Because like, I wonder what the scene at Freedom Hall at 2 p.m. this afternoon is going to be. Oh. I, I imagine if, <laughs> if you had anything town. you wanted to, yeah, I imagine if you had anything you wanted to say to the players, you, you probably could get that message across, I would think. You'd probably walk right up to them and tell them that. But would you rather be U of L Monday night or would you rather be like a couple no names where the place is virtually empty? I, here's my thing is I want to do. Not a lot of heckling, but like I like to just kind of yell at the floor a little bit. It's just fun. You you all have seen me at the you saw me at the baseball game. Um, like I, it's just I think it's fun. Like I'm paying to go to a sporting event. I like to kind of, but I, if it's a ghost town, then it can be a little awkward. So I would rather be a little juice in the arena. And I think like, I, I went the last um, two events. I went to Freedom Hall Monster Jam. That place was packed. Other one was a Sun Championship game with Bellarmine, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, that place. I mean, you know, they they shrink the capacity, but it was still a pretty big crowd for that. And I think you could get something comparable there. Um, so I think I, I think I would prefer it if the U of L team was still playing. Also, because I think that would mean that Russ Smith is just doing crazy stuff because that's, you know, not to, we we completely break down the Louisville alumni team. But if they're going to win four games in a row and, and still have a chance to, to go to the uh, finals, which I believe are Dayton again, but I'm not 100% sure, um, that I he would have to be on one, and it would be fun to, to see him on one at that point. So, uh, so yeah, I, w- I would think I would want a little bit more juice in the crowd than in a uh, relatively – uh, empty one, but TJ, to your point, I think even today's early games, I think will be empty regardless because it's just a Tuesday afternoon in the summer. But I think I'm going to take the boys Saturday at noon. That's like a good non nap time window, and I think whoever's playing, I mean, people in the city of Louisville just like watching good basketball. I think it'll be a good crowd regardless if the Louisville team's playing or not. Interesting. I I, I don't. If the U of L team's not playing, I don't think it'll be a good crowd, but maybe on Saturday, potentially. Uh, I guess the state fair is a little bit too late to be able to co- to make that all happen at the same time. Otherwise, you're probably right. You get an amazing crowd. Probably wouldn't be able to use the facility at that point, though. But um, I'll, I'll be I'll be interested to see. I definitely think for the U of L games, though, they're going to have pretty solid crowds. Uh, for U of L fans, this is this is this is U of L basketball. This is. Uh, what what Kitty Payne winning four games that that wasn't really what they would consider U of L basketball. This is going to be what they've probably been looking forward to for good for several months. Ever since most of them figured out that this was going to be a thing, and they play the Auburn team today. I actually think they're going to lose to the Auburn team 
Although I did see today that Daniel Purifoy is not playing for Auburn, Ooh, Auburn's little alumni team. That's big. So that would make that, that that's a pretty big loss for that Auburn team. But the Auburn team's just younger. Um, this U of L team is is older. Russ Smith is great though, so that's something. Uh, and then I actually think the why is it? Yeah, Cal Curic. I think he'll be a good player for them as well. Yeah. He'll yeah. knock down a lot of shots, but besides that, I don't, like Shane Bahannon's probably not going to be very good. I can't. I, I, I'll eat crow if I'm wrong, and I think I'll be there tonight to check it out in person for tonight's game. But I'll eat crow if I'm wrong. But I, I think that some of their old people are going to hurt them more than they're going to help them. Yeah, I mean, I I know they're better athletes than we are, TJ, but they're still our age, you know, and they're still. Great point about being old. <laughs> yeah, like, I woke up the other day and just like, couldn't walk well because I slept on my back weird. That 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 stuff they're experiencing that as well. So I know they're they're better athletes than us, but I mean they're still old. We know how this. I goes. I, I don't. It's funny you say that, Roush. I legitimately sometimes feel bad for my wife having to hear me like moan and groan around the house, <laughs> just like rolling over in the side of bed or getting up or something like that. And she'll be like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, nothing really, just sore, like sore everywhere. I did golf three out of the last four days, so that plays a role in it. I've been trying to work out semi-regularly, which, you know, a lot of times that's just riding the old Pelotron, which is always a, a good time. But, it's you know, it's not like I'm, I'm pushing around a ton of weight, Roush, or, or doing anything too crazy. Like, it's a – it's it's a golf round and maybe like a ride on the bike, and I just feel like I've been hit by a car. Yeah, yesterday during our football podcast, Drew Franklin had to have his ankle propped up because he rolled it while hurriedly running out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, he was running late, and he had to hurry, and then just <clears throat> rolled ankle, probably out for a week, just icing it and elevating it. So that's that's what we deal with, and that's what the old men on the, the Louisville TBT team are doing it. Um, but I, it, it would be nice to, like, th- this could be, ooh, part of the reason why I kind of want this Louisville team to do well is just, I mean, what if they won more games than, than Kenny Payne did, you know? Oh, Louisville fans have seen more wins in a week than they saw all year. I mean, joke's didn't kind of UK right a couple Didn't UK a couple of weeks ago win as many games in a – four or five day stretch as U of L did an entire season last year. It's funny you mentioned that. They did, TJ. They did. Wow. Wow. Weird wow. how that works. People do forget that. Yeah, that's not gonna be that's not gonna be good if that happens. Really it's yeah, you can you can look at it at either either side. That could be the case where they get hot and they go on a run and then that will be the joke and people will make it for sure. Or they'll lose early and it'll just be like uh-huh. What's new? There's a there's a curse. Yeah, even even the old national champion guys are can't can't win. Uh, either way, there's going to be some content. There's going to be some stories. The best producer in all of radio, Scoots. How are you? No. Oh no. no. Hey hey hey. There, there we go. go. All right. Um, I am really tired today. I'm I'm I'm. This is a. I thought I had a mailing it in Monday yesterday. No, nah, this is <laughs> this is my mailing it in Tuesday for sure. Yeah, I'm 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 just ready to get on the road. Yeah, we call it a take it easy Tuesday. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't think of one for Tuesday, so thank you. Take it easy Tuesday. I was gonna say tap out Tuesday because I'll just I'm just gonna tap out. But yeah, take it easy Tuesday. There we go. 
But yeah, I'm ready for vacation. It was uh, I got all my things done last night, so I was really happy about that. I got my bag packed. I got everything done that I needed to get done before I leave. So yeah, I'm just excited about today. Ready to ready to get on the road. Just got to get through a little bit of radio first. This was the the bag pack that you had let out that you'd set out last Wednesday. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't actually physically put anything in it until last night. So so much but for they, so much for getting know, it out a week early. No, but you saved a ton of time by getting it out. That's so when true. You were ready to finally pack it. Guess where it was? Right where I, it needed I, to be. I didn't have to play hide and seek to find my bag, so that was good. Yeah. Here's how. Where was this bag packed up? It's in my closet. I mean, it's not. It's not a hard, okay, hard, so hard thing like, to reach. You had to get the I didn't have to go around, like go to the attic. attic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Very close. If you're familiar with where the North Pole is, Ralph, she had to go up there, get the bag. <laughs> so it did take him some uh, some time to to get that bag. Hey, I'm just uh, grateful I had a house last night to pack in because you mentioned those storms last night, TJ. My neighbor. So you all know, lightning doesn't normally make sound. My neighbor took two direct hits from lightning, either to his power line pole or to his house. I saw the second one hit the power line pole, but it was the loudest crack I've ever heard in my entire life. So I thought we were going to lose power. It tripped the breaker in my room and only my room in our house, which was really weird. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so we had to get that corrected. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, Did you no, get like some superpowers or something? No, but I Can you so, like shoot lightning from your I went in. Now? I was doing some laundry last night. Now I, I had a load done out in the dryer, so I took it into my room to fold it and I flipped my light switch. And this was after the lightning strikes, and my light wouldn't come on. I was like, what the hell? So I asked my roommate, I have one of those controllers that controls your fans. And I'm like, could the fan go out? I mean, the controller's light was still popping on, so it's still got batteries, but can the fan go out? And he was like, well, maybe you lost power in here because none of our other power was off. So I tried my bedside fan, and it didn't come on. So then we realized, okay, well, so we got something wrong here. So you went down to the breaker and just popped it right back on. That's it. Yep. Call me a maintenance yeah. man. No big deal. You do it all. I do it all. Uh, especially around the Big X Sports Radio studio. What was up with Trevor yesterday? You you couldn't cover for Rutherford? Uh, no, so I was at work. I've got to get a, I had to get some hours in this week so I don't come back completely broke. Um, yeah, I just I, all I saw was I tuned in at like three oh five. I was gonna listen for a little bit while I was at work. I had some I had a lot of work to do. Um, and there was they were talking about sports betting, and it was not Mike and it was not Trevor. So I reached out to Mike. Or first thing I did, I went to Mike's Twitter, and he was like something about Trevor being a last late call, like last minute no show or whatever. So. I texted Mike and I was like, what did, what did Trevor say? Because long story short, I've been trying to reach Trevor for about three days now and haven't been able to. So when I was talking to Mike, he was like, yeah, he just told me that he felt bad and he couldn't do it. So then I started to get worried because I just, I even told Mike, I was like, Hmm, something's, something's up here because Trevor normally would not go three days without responding to a text message. I've left him voicemails, like just hadn't heard back from the guy. So yeah. I, I guess he just felt bad, but he did end up reaching back out to me last night, so all good. Hmm. He, I also reached out to him this weekend, just a, a goofy little text message. It, it definitely deserved a response, which I did not get. Uh, but, yeah, I guess feel better, buddy. Well, and I even did the thing. So he brought up a few months ago how everybody always texts him, but nobody texts him to ask how he's doing. So I even texted him yesterday, and I was like, hey, everything all good? I'm starting to worry about you. So... Yeah, glad glad to hear that he's all good and just came down with a little bit of a sickness. 
All right. I'm I'm happy to hear that he's gonna is he gonna be back today? Uh sounds like it, yeah. Okay. That's that's good. Uh was I also was a little bit worried, but sounds like they'll they'll move in the right direction today, three o'clock, and you'll be doing spears today. Correct. And then you're done. Then you're I'm done. Here. I'm out of here. Wow. See ya. So we're gonna have P. Diddy in the big city. That's right. Yep, the rest of the week. He's excited. Yeah, I think he texted me something about it yesterday, but I was golfing. Don't think I don't think I texted him back. <laughs> okay, Trevor. Which is different which is different when Trevor doesn't text back. Speaking of golf, how'd the scramble go? It was good. It was good. Had uh had one on Saturday and one on yesterday. And one on Saturday we lost by a, a stroke. We were ten under, the winning score was eleven under, so that was a little bit of a bummer. Uh, we parred 17 and 18 too, so it's like, yeah, oh, man. more birdie there at the end, and you're tying. And then yesterday, I don't know what what we finished, but we played really well. I think we were 16 under. Huh. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. So yesterday's team was pretty ridiculous. Like I was, I was probably our third golfer and third by like a wide margin. We had again. I told you all about my brother-in-law who played at Purdue. He was the number two golfer by like a semi decent margin. My gosh. Our number our number one, I'm just Saturday hanging out, scrolling on social media as people often do. Uh, I go I'm on Big Spring stories on on Instagram and it's like a close up of this guy and it's like, All right, tell us about the hole in one. And I'm like, Man, I'm so jealous. I wish I I was like, Oh my gosh, that's the guy I'm playing with on Monday. That's David. And so he had hit a hole in one at the course we were playing yesterday. He had hit a hole in one there on Saturday. <laughs> His second hole in one. He was incredible. He is a very, very, very good golfer. And I played really well for like my little standards yesterday. And I was just like piping my driver and I missed very few fairways yesterday. But it, it didn't even matter. He would just hit the ball so much further than me. And then sometimes even Ryan and just be like, he could miss right or miss left, but it's an additional 75 yards. We probably better off playing this one. <laughs> and then uh, he, of course, would find the fairway as well. He, he missed longest drive by like five yards, which was a bummer. I had the closest to the pin for a brief time. Uh, I, I was 12 feet away. And when I went up there, the closest was 13 and a half. So I got to write my name on the sheet. Nice. There's no way it held up. They didn't contact me if it did. Uh, but I, I, it was also like the third hole of the day. So I was like, all right, I know there's no chance this is winning. But it's fun to be on the, it's fun to be on the paper all the same. So it was a good day. It rained on us a little bit early on. But I would prefer that versus the nasty, gross heat, which did come a little bit later, but wasn't too terrible, at least when we were out there. Uh, but no, it was a great day. It so was fun. 16-1, right? No, we didn't. Win. What? what Scoots, there's like a thousand people that play in this golf scramble. I bet it was like 24 under or something. That's something insane. ridiculous. Yeah. It, yeah. That, 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 I mean, they had to use two different golf courses to fit everybody in, Scoots. So think That's about fair. that. Yeah. That's a good point. A lot of, a lot of golfers, a lot of good teams. I, I thought, I think when we like first, finished in the morning flight i think we were like a stroke or two strokes off but i also don't know if every team had reported at that point or where we were at um because we we did finish pretty quickly but 
Yeah, it, it was fun. It was a good time. I was happy that I played well. There was parts of me that I was like, God, I kind of wish I was playing my own ball here just to see what I'd be shooting. But uh, it was it was fun. Both days were fun. Played at Doe Valley on Saturday. Uh, that was a fun little course. Very tight. A lot of trees came into play there. Uh, how, we were 10 under, like I said, there. And How's the I, quality I hit, of I, Doe I, Valley? It, it was fun. It was. I hit a lot of putts over the last few days, too. That's always fun in a scramble. Scoots, what's that? What was the how's the quality of Doe Valley? My roommate's got a little um, golf cart from another place in town, and it's got Doe Valley on it. So we've been debating going out there. But how how what did you think of it? It was it was good. I, it was fun. It was another course. I kind of wish I was playing my own ball just to like see how I do with it. Uh, but it was if if you're if you spray it left or right, you're going to get in trouble just because the trees are kind of tight. But if you don't. If you're good about not losing your ball, it's it's definitely scorable. Like you can you can probably have a pretty good round, assuming you just don't lose your ball, which is a pretty mm. big part of the game, understandably so. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was nice. I liked it. We we had a huge group, and it was kind of funny because like people were, I may get there early and hit some balls, and they show up there, and their driving range is just a batting cage net. Nice. So a, a lot of the people were like, ah, maybe I won't hit some balls. Maybe I'll just <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go and fresh to all this, but. A lot of golf. I'll be ready for a little, maybe a, a slight little golf break. Although when you play well, you kind of want to get back out there and keep playing. But sure. I'll be I'll be all right taking a, at least a week off. I think. Now, oh, twist your arm. Got to take a week off of golf. <laughs> I mean, if I get invited, then I'll probably play too. So <laughs> we'll <laughs> table that. Put an asterisk next to that next to that comment. Uh, we do have plenty to get to today. There's at least one or two sports stories that are definitely going to be worth mentioning. Roush has some big-time scoop, which uh, I'm excited about. I don't think you all talked about it yesterday, but maybe you did. We can see where things stand there. Uh, But excited to hear some details, potentially some good news or something to keep an eye on with UK football. And then there's some local happenings around town that I think are going to be worth bringing up as well. And what's always worth bringing up is Thornton's. They're great. They're on every other corner in Louisville. Stop by one today and stop by the Thornton's text line by texting on in, 502-414-1450. Let us know what's on your mind. It's going to be a little bit of a summer radio today. But like we said, Roush has some big-time U.K. football scoop. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about it. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Ooh, big breaking news. Radio. TJ Walker, Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Dear Grandma, someone once said, war is hell. They've never been to fat camp. Your butt is wide, well mine is too. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Happy Taco Tuesday to you if you're celebrating, which you should be. It's Salsaritas, one of their two locations in Louisville. Middletown, it has a drive through in St. Matthew's covered patio to get out of the sun or the rain or whatever it may be. You're going to eat delicious quesadillas, burritos, nachos, tacos, whatever you want. Wildly addictive chips and hot and spicy salsa, creamy queso. They've got it all at Salsaritas. Check them out today and make sure... 
you download the Salsaritas app. TJ, we had a little bit of breaking news during the first segment. Ah, what's the breaking news? Well, um, while I was at SEC Media Days, the world was losing the NFL world was losing its mind over running backs not getting paid, and it was just, uh, can you believe this? The, uh, running backs are they're so good, but nobody's giving them contract extensions. They just want to give them the franchise tag and move on. And a lot of it centered around Saquon Barkley. The Giants did not want to give him a big deal, and they couldn't because they, they paid Daniel Jones, too, this offseason. So they weren't going to be able to give him a big long-term deal. They were going to franchise tag him. He was upset about it. It turned into a big stink. Well, surprise, the Giants and Saquon Barkley agreed to a one-year deal worth up to $11 million, according to Ian Rappaport. And uh, he gets a $2 million signing bonus. Essentially, all right. All right. a compromise was made. Um, and now Barkley is going to get to play. And it looks like the Giants are acting in good faith, even though they're still not going to sign him to a long-term deal. Where's old Dalvin Cook these days? It's a great question. He's free agent. Is he still not signed? He's still not signed. Nope. That's wild. Our guy George Isn't Fant, it? though, we, you heard it here first on KRC, going to Titans training camp. Remember? Who? Hit the scoop. Who? <laughs> the guy at the uh, Big George. Park, Park Mammoth. Well, you, you, broke, you broke up a little bit there, but I thought he was going to the Jets. He was at the Jets previously. Titans, next. I, oh, okay. I thought he was going back to the Jets. No, no, no. A, Titans training camp, which, by the way, training camps all kind of start this week. Um, I know uh, many of the first practices aren't until tomorrow, but we got that footage of Deshaun Watson throwing a dart, an absolute dagger, um, which I'm sure Hannah, she's ready to predict a 17-0 season after seeing that pass. Uh, no, but I I did see a headline that Deshaun Watson was blaming the media for their coverage of his incidents. Oh, yeah, it was the media's fault. He had 50 lawsuits for inappropriately touching massage therapists. Now, I didn't actually watch his explanation or video, to, to be fair, to be fair. But uh, that's pretty wild take if that's actually what he was hinting at or getting at. But... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I guess I just totally like misread the George the George fan thing. But yeah, everybody that, that was the whispers were Tennessee. We wow. weren't allowed to say though. No, we but we may have alluded to it. I don't really yeah, remember. Think, yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> well, cool. That's a, that's exciting. Like we mentioned last week, we're gonna probably get into more fantasy and NFL talk as we get a little bit closer to the start of the season. Uh, so, all right. If there's DJ, any more breaking NFL news, let us know. You know what Roush said yesterday? What's that? He said that he would not mind spending a whole two-hour show breaking down NFL uh, divisions. Yeah, I don't think it'd be – like, I think if that was – yes, I'd be cool with that. I, I think uh, the just, move, we, TJ – We need to do it, like, in a KRC way where it's not – we wouldn't have – you know, there's a chance we get sidetracked for a little bit. <laughs> right, right. Like, I, I think the move is like one week we just say it's our NFL preview week, and we just kind of bring up a you know a division or two a day uh, coming out of a break or something, and we spend five or ten minutes on it, and then we just kind of check our box and go on to the next one. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a good idea with summer radio. I, I think that will be 
that will be nice. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, we're getting closer. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I still have not finished the quarterback show. I keep like how many episodes are there? Uh, I think I eight. Thinking, I keep thinking it's done. I thought it was like done after six, and I was like, all right, well, I guess there's one more. And I thought it was done after seven. Uh, all right, well, I guess I maybe have one more then. Got to be getting close. It's pretty they're, good. They're deep. they're deep into the playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah, one of them made I, it all I, the way. I saw the Kirk, I, I saw the Kirk Cousins playoff loss. Oh, <laughs> never seen that before, am I right? Thanks for ruining it, TJ. I'm not to that <laughs> episode yeah, yeah. yet. You, you thought the Vikings won the Super Bowl? I didn't know. I couldn't remember. You thought that the Vikings? Well, they've never won the Super Bowl. They've never won the Super Bowl. So that's there's your there's your dead giveaway. There's Damn. your spoiler. Well, now I don't even they've need to watch the, the rest. Bowl, and you can try to make me like Kirk Cousins all you want, but I'm not going to. He's as long as he's playing for the Vikings, I'm not going to like that guy. Uh, and two, I, I don't think I think he's got limitations. Which even if you try to make him look like a nicer guy, which he seems like a great guy, doesn't make him a better uh, player. <laughs> doesn't make him a better player, unfortunately. And he's still with the Vikings. They're my least favorite NFL team. So they did their darndest to try to make him very, very likable. He seems like a good fella. Uh, and even earlier on in the in the season, he was kind of annoying me because he'd just be saying all this stuff as if just like the common person would have access to this. Yeah, I don't know why everybody doesn't get brain scans. I don't know why everybody doesn't hook themselves up to these machines to see their brain length and active time versus inactive time. I just, it's something I think that's good for everybody. It's like, well, Kirk, not everybody can do that. Not everybody can hook their head up to a machine while they drive home from football practice, buddy. But he did turn it around and he was nice. He seems like a really great dad and they seem like they have a nice family. But yeah, uh, they lost in the playoffs because that's what the Vikings do. They lose in the playoffs. No offense to all the Minnesota fans out there. But offense. Uh, weird that we're going to – the NFC North talk is going to be like, the Lions going to do this? And I think they're the Vegas favorite, if I'm not mistaken, which is just a, a weird place to be in. That's going to be a weird opening night, Kansas City against the Lions. I mean, when was the last time the Lions got a big primetime spotlight? I mean, they, they ended the season with it last year, Sunday Night Football – but we're just used to seeing the Lions on Thanksgiving and then, you know, 1 o'clock on Fox on Sundays, and you might get that game. You might not. I saw Dan Campbell yesterday doing up-downs during training camp. That's why they're going to be good. They may bring in Teddy Bridgewater, who's not a good NFL quarterback at this juncture of his career. He's good at covering in a pinch. Covering what? The spread. He has, he has an the insane spread. against the spread record as a starter. Like... 16 and 5 in his last 21 starts, or something like that. And now most of those are coming in for the Saints and Dolphins over the last few years. But yeah, he's he, instead of two gloves, Teddy, it's covering Teddy. The Lions are favorite in the North. I did not realize that. Uh, plus 140, Vikings plus 275, and then the Bears and the Packers plus 400 right there. So, uh, interesting. Plus 140 for the Lions. Man, the NFC South, what a stinker of a division that is. The Saints are your favorites down there. Is that just because they have Carr? Probably. Yeah, and we've just seen it happen before, so I feel like there's some logo. Even though Sean Payton's not there, right? But there's just a, well, when everything sucks, I guess the Saints are probably the best team, so you just kind of default to that. Not that the NFC North is necessarily world beaters, but I'd feel like if the Packers were in the NFC South, I would feel like they should have a decent chance of. I, I, I don't know if any NFC South team 
I think any NFC South team should be disappointed if they don't win their division this year, including the Buccaneers, who should be terrible. But that's wide open. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the Panthers could be a fun low-key bet to make there. Just if Bryce Young hits, I mean, he's been a pretty good quarterback uh, throughout his time we've seen him play. Um, and they ran the ball really well at the end of last year. And, heck, they had a chance to uh, to to go to the playoffs but kind of blew a late lead against the Bucks, and the Bucks were able to walk right in um, with in Brady's final season. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by uh, what the Panthers could potentially do, even though they did end up with the trade-up to get the number one pick. By the way, Roush, um, Bridgewater is the highest against the spread in NFL history with quarterbacks playing more than 25 games. He is 65.6% against the spread. It's crazy. I it told is you. Good. It's a thing. Did not know that. He gets the late call up, and we're going to be able to make bets from the our couches for m- most of the NFL season. If you find out on Saturday that Teddy's coming in, you don't have to drive over to Indiana to make your bet. That's something That's something else we get to look forward to this season, TJ. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, the Rams plus 1,000 to win the NFC West for a team that was in the Super Bowl just two seasons ago. Uh, that's a huge number. 49ers minus 160, and then the Seahawks' second favorite, plus 195. But the Rams, plus 1,000. The Cardinals, plus 2,500. Vegas doesn't think the Cardinals are going to win the NFC West, folks. I don't think there's worse (laughs) odds in a division anywhere than than that. The Arizona Cardinals, plus 2,500 to win the NFC West. There's not confirmed. Uh, the next closest is the Commanders to win plus 1,600. Did you all see that the new ownership group may just totally rebrand Washington? Yes, I love it. Yeah. Love it. Which I know it would be – we're in the middle of a rebranding crisis online right now with our pal Elon, but they they would say that too many rebrands is a bad idea, but also at this point I think everybody that's a Washington fan just wants to – wash their hands of anything that Dan Snyder did. So I think it would actually be welcomed, especially if they picked a fun nickname and not something boring like Commander. There's only one choice, Roush. And and I thought about this before I even read an article yesterday, but there is a lot of history tied to it. They just need to be the pigskins. It's not insensitive. It's not racial in any way. It's just a fun <laughs> name. It's different. The Washington Pigskins. You'd have the football element, like that's made out of pigskin. Yeah. You'd also have the hogs well, back and, uh, in the the eighties and nineties. So you have the hogs. That's what that's what this article brought up. And then there was a group of um, fans that would wear like dresses and hog noses to the game, and they were known as the Hogettes. Yeah. So yeah, I think you go back to the. I think you go to the pigskins. TJ, I'm a little. You could make the logo just the exact same as the old logo, but just make it a pig instead of (laughs) exactly. Yeah, use Miss Piggy. (laughs) Miss Piggy. Uh, Yeah, well, they may they may be doing a rebrand. Roush, you're right. Rebrands hot in the streets. Have you sent out any zeets? Eats. X gonna give it to you. X X eats. X gonna give it to you. Um, I have not. I think our pal Scoots has been on the X. And he's been Xing around a lot because I now know that Scoots has read at least two articles in the last two days because he also reached out to me. He was reading an article about Bayern Munich dominating the Bundesliga and 
I'm just Scoots is becoming a well-read producer. I'm, now. I'm a big article guy. I don't I don't read books or anything. I don't read newspapers, but I read a lot of articles throughout the day. But we have confirmed two articles that Scoots has read in the last two days. That's big time. That's two more than Trevor Kelsey's read in the last <laughs> two months. Well, are you going to summarize these articles for me? Don't don't leave me hanging. I mean, I just did the the Redskins one. So Bundesliga. Uh, Bayern Munich has won Bundesliga 11 years in a row, TJ. So now you know. Fun fact. Horribly boring for that league. (laughs) Really, really does. Especially in a league we don't have chance for playoff upsets or anything, where there's like a one-off sort of tournament. Yeah, it's just like the end of the regular. So, I mean, probably several of those seasons, they've probably known for weeks that they were winning. Yeah. Just horrible. But I was telling Roush yesterday about the drama from this past season. They they weren't expected to win this past season, but they got it done on the final day. Yeah, they were actually oh, they down. Their, the, the team that had won 10 straight found a way. The, the quirky underdogs <laughs> found a way to get number 11. They actually had to bank on another team screwing up for them to win. So it wasn't even them this time. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, all right, well. Yeah, we're we're going down some some different avenues. Uh, Scooch is reading articles. We're we're getting a Twitter rebrand again, and we're getting a Washington football team rebrand again. Do we need to get our lawyers with the Twitter team to see if the bit if they're encroaching on the big X at all? Yeah, we we definitely need to. Um, We've got a couple on retainer that we could we we probably just need to call make sure that all the uh, the eyes are dotted, the T's well, are crossed. Big bag, Dave. We need the big bag. Secure the big bag for the big X. Uh, what I love about the Twitter rebrand is that it's happening just as incremental as possible. So um, it's still, it still is not an X on my phone. I still don't even see anything on my Twitter app um, that has to do with X. But on my desktop, I've got an X in the top left corner of my screen and now there's an x on my tabs right like instead of the little bird on the left hand corner on google chrome so uh i've got two things that say x on them um still and i don't i think there's still everything else is just twitter yeah <laughs> uh i don't really uh, i guess i don't really care as long as just my my Twitter use or X usage experience is similar or the same, then I'll be okay. But you would, I, I you can't just, keep up with all the outrage of how many times Twitter's dead. You would just think that if he, uh, if you did it, you would do it all at once. That's my thing. It's like, well, you're not going to change the logo on the app that everybody clicks on to get on their app every day. I feel like that would be the first thing you would want to change. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it does seem like it's been kind of a slow release of doing things differently and kind of just ticking people off along the way of each and every one of them, where maybe if you would have just done it all at once, people, people would have been upset. Yeah. But yeah, you just move on from it. But uh, but I don't, I'm don't. i sure it's not going to change really anything for, for anybody, I would imagine. But who knows? Maybe it will. Speaking maybe of... It'll uh, maybe it'll be horrible for everybody. Speaking of making people mad, TJ, I, I don't know if you were walked in on the Reds last night. But did you see the the beef that's brewing between Milwaukee and Cincinnati? No, did the Reds lose to Milwaukee again? They did. So here's here's the funny oh thing about this all is that, I mean, it's race to first place for the, those two teams, right? And Milwaukee seemingly has their number, so they're in Milwaukee first inning. Elvi De La Cruz 
hits a deep fly ball, gets robbed by the Brewers. Next at bat, he goes to the plate, and they show a picture of him, and, you know, 0 for 1, and then in his little bio, they typed in, almost hit a home run in the first inning. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, it's just huge on the Jumbotron. And the next time you see it, it's Ellie De La Cruz hitting a 450-foot moonshot, and that's in the background. And so Reds are just, oh, they're drinking Milwaukee tears. They're rubbing it all on their faces. And then what do the Reds do? They lose 3-2. to two. Don't score another freaking run. It's like, what are you doing, Reds? I watched the last six innings of the game, and they just they could not get anything going. It was so frustrating. And Milwaukee was horrible. At one point, they were 1 of 15 with runners in scoring position. I mean, they're just gifting the Reds a win. Just couldn't take advantage. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? You know where I'm going today? Wisconsin. You know who's playing up in Milwaukee? The Reds. And I just realized that last night. So I'm going I'm to have to look, see how far Wisconsin is from the Dells. Maybe check out a Reds game. You're probably, I would imagine that you'd be driving through at least Chicago. Yep. And most likely Milwaukee. And I mean, Chicago's, Milwaukee's only an hour away from Chicago. So I doubt you'd be taking a different road to wherever you're going up in. I don't know where the Dells are, though. So I'm totally and completely talking out of my butt. I don't know where they are. But I'd say that there's got to be at least a decent chance. Scoots, go support the Reds in person. Let me see. I'm trying to look it up here. Oh, it's a it's a long way away. That's not going to happen. Whoa, 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 Scoots. It is, define a long way away. It's in Madison. That's not that far. From... No, it's in Milwaukee. No, no. Dells, Dells is are not north of Madison. Right, which isn't too far away. Mm, it's probably an hour I'm getting, and a half uh, I'm getting a, a exact time for your drive. Hour and 45 minutes? That's not that Ooh. long. It's like going to a Reds game. Yeah, I guess. That may be worth it. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, you've never been to their ballpark. I, I have It's really cool. I have so. Always fun to cross off a new... Yeah, you drive through Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, I guess we would. Oh, no, you don't. Okay, you don't. No, you don't think mind. so? I mean, you no, could go well, around. You, but... could, you, you could without it being that much more of a hassle. But once you do get through Chicago, you you veer off. Yeah, we probably get on 90. To, to the river. Um, but yeah, no, it's like, I'm sure you could still just say, Hey, we're taking the longer way to the Dells. And instead of going up through Rockford, we're going to go up through Milwaukee, stop at the game, get the Reds back on track, do your part. And then you can be a hero. Yeah. Maybe I might have to, I might have to discuss this with my buddy. This is, this seems like a legit option. Plus you're having to do all the stupid family stuff they're doing. They can throw scoots one bone. <laughs> You could pass Kenosha, home of uh, was it the Kenosha Kickers, in uh, the the polka band in uh, Home Alone. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Racine, which that was uh, uh, a league of their own, right? weren't they weren't they like the Racine Peaches or something like that? Haven't seen that movie in a good while, so I'm not sure. Hmm. Scoots, well. you know what's what's legal in Illinois? I do. Yeah, sports, sports betting. Sports gambling. <laughs> yep. So you'll have to get your, your bets in when you're there. Absolutely. Uh, in, in Indiana, too. So you, it really won't be any different. For you. <laughs> <laughs> what about Wisconsin? Do we know the sports betting laws there? Uh, I don't. Okay. I might have to look it up. Yeah. And that's one of those states, too, that is uh, very purple. Like they're you just, it's a very, so politically, I wouldn't know. I couldn't just paint it with a broad stroke. Madison, a lot, very of funny, a, lot of, a lot of funny names of towns in Wisconsin. Yeah. 
Wisconsin, funny place. Just and here's the thing too is I feel like Wisconsin's very non-threatening, but why why do they have to have that whole little basketball run to just ruin it for us? You know. And oh yeah, no that that like did kind of slightly impact my Green Bay fandom. It was a weird time, weird time for me. And it's I mean it had to. And the other thing I didn't think of until um, I was chatting with Stephen Peak, totally forgot that. Wisconsin was a Sweet 16 opponent that Keith Bogans rolled his ankle against back in, what was that, 2003 NCAA tournament? And they lost to Marquette the following week, uh, following two days later? Yeah, that, that was so bogus that UK had to play Wisconsin and Marquette in, what, Milwaukee, I think? Yeah, like what the hell is that? Or no, was it, uh, was it Minneapolis? Regard, wherever it was, it was much closer to Milwaukee and Madison than anywhere for Lexington. I want to say maybe it was in Minnesota. That sounds right. So yeah. I can sports bet in Wisconsin, but it's not going to be easy. There are no. Are we, are we still are we still talking sports betting or are we sports talking betting marijuana? Yeah, sports betting. <laughs> they are. They've got like they've got brick and mortars that are owned by like tribals, like tribes, Indian tribes, and you can only place bets in there. So I couldn't do it on my app, which kind of sucks. That does kind of stink. Now I'll look up the other laws. Uh, yeah, because I was wondering maybe if you could play some sports bets for me. <laughs> got that order of sports bets you got from <laughs> Illinois. I'm kidding. Text on into the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. Roush does have some football scoop that I want to talk about, but maybe we'll do a, a couple texts and save that for hour number two. Let's do it. Five zero two. Did you all finish the text line yesterday? Four one four fourteen fifty is the number. We did. We we made it to the finish line, and now we're starting with uh, our friend Levi. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you know? I, I see the last text from Kirby. I'm not on the air, and Roush starts bashing Calipari. You were saying that he's known for elite eight rush. <laughs> uh, there was a text that asked, "Will we still?" compare going to a college football playoff to a Final Four once it goes to 12. And I said, yeah, and it's all about just the framing and how it's branded because in the Division II ranks, it's the Elite Eight, not the Final Four. Like the final weekend for D2 is the Elite Eight, and those are considered – I mean, that's that's like going to a Final Four. So it's like if we, if we did that for college basketball, it would be – we would think of coaches in a much different light. Like, we wouldn't be talking about Cal's Final Four drought because he also went to the Elite Eight with the Fox team in 17 and the P.J. Washington team in 19. So that would be – Yeah. And, and I just got it wrong. It was, what, six and nine years instead of five and eight, which I got wrong. So, yeah. That is an interesting question about how how we'll look at college – like, because I, I, do, I do think that you look at a college football playoff almost as a Final Four, the equivalent. You've made it to, like – uh, to the level that so many other teams didn't make it. But then I do think there's a little aspect to Kentucky basketball where I do think most basketball programs look at making it to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament in a similar light. It's I guess it's all just about program perspective and expectations, probably more than anything else. But there are, yeah, I think Kentucky fans are a little bit spoiled where we'll look at Sweet 16s and Elite 8s so differently where Final Four sometimes is the bottom line for so many fans. Where other schools it will be 
oh my gosh, we we won two NCAA tournament games. Well, we get a whole week to like party and try to go to the Final Four, and then if they make the Final Four, then it's really a a huge to do. But there will be some football programs where it's just hey, making it into the twelve team playoff, big whoop. Yeah, yeah, did we win a game there? Yeah, no, we yeah. didn't. Well, then it, this was a this was a disappointing season. Where I think for obviously Kentucky, realistically, if Kentucky's ever part of the twelve team playoff we're gonna feel like we've we've made it to the the top of the top really yeah uh in in alabama for instance i mean they'll probably be more they'll probably be disappointed if they miss the playoff so you're you're right on that in that aspect a lot of it does have to do on a program to program uh basis um but i admittedly got distracted because i still had the map of wisconsin pulled up and it never dawned on me that Green Bay is like on a body of water that is kind of, the, I guess, the Green Bay. <laughs> did, did not know that. Also did not know that Wisconsin had a Lake Winnebago, and that's where Oshkosh is of Oshkosh Bagosh fame. So, yeah, lots of fun names up there. Fond du Lac. Scooch, did you already make some sports bets for Roush this morning? <laughs> Seems like Roush had a few too many sports bets, if you know what I mean. You know, you know what they say. You gotta always wager wisely. Yeah, you gotta save those sports bets for Wednesday, buddy. <laughs> and I think Oshkosh is one of the towns in Tommy Boy that they have a tr- tough time getting deliveries to. See, oh, yeah, I'm thinking right. when I look at this map of Wisconsin, I'm thinking if we're gonna be in Milwaukee or drive through Milwaukee or be close to it, I'm just gonna go up the coast to Manitowoc, go see Stephen Avery. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't <Man>. kill Teresa. <laughs> You're gonna. <laughs> You're gonna really confuse him if you like get up on one of those phones. He's gonna think he's talking to himself. Oh wow, this is a fun town, Akanomawak. Whoa! Is Green Bay sometimes will do a thing with rookies where they'll have them pronounce Wisconsin towns. Oh, that's and they funny. all get them wrong, and it's a real it's a real good time. Is Stephen Avery in jail? What what is the I mean, latest there? Could, could, that's a great question. question. I have no well, idea. I think the kid got out. I think they did get the kid out for making a, um, which was. I always felt bad for the kid because he, you know, the lights were on, but I don't know if anybody was home. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think they did get him out, but uh, I, I want to say that Stephen Avery is still rotten in Sheboygan, which another great tale. Do you think you and Stephen Avery would be friends, Scoots? Um, probably not. I don't think we would mesh all that well. I don't. I don't really deal with guys that have mustaches all that often, so I don't know how comfortable I'd be actually talking to him. Oh man! And by the way, mustache population. Yeah, I know, and I hate it. I think I told you all that. Every time you all grow a mustache, I think I tell you it's ugly. But no, he is still locked up in the Fox Lake Correctional Institution. So there you go. Is that on the way to the Wisconsin Dells? Not sure. Didn't he Hmm. get married in jail? I think so, and he also loved NASCAR, Scooch. Hey, maybe, maybe don't judge a mustache by its cover. I wonder, wonder who his driver is. That would really tell me who Stephen Avery is. It. <laughs> well, I we could probably set up a lunch between you two. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I, I promise, I'm good. Imagine Scooch. He could be like one of those prison fling people who just like <laughs> are fascinated because you know that there's definitely a, he got a ton of fan mail. Of people who became obsessed with Stephen Avery during oh, yeah. the documentary. Oh yeah, maybe Stoops, Scoots, you could lead the Stephen Avery fan club. Oh, I want Scoots to do like a prison-like podcast where he's got to talk in really dramatic voice. <laughs> I want Scoots to just like try to confuse the the Stephen Avery fan club by 
impersonating him <laughs> in a phone call. Like they're just like, oh, we're gonna call with Stephen Avery. And then he does the voice through the 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 phone, and they're like, "Oh, oh my god!" Yeah. I'll just I'll just start prank calling people, random numbers in Wisconsin, That's a good idea. begging for them you to help do, me out. Is find another crime podcast and be like, Stephen Avery's ready to tell all, and then we'll be like, "We've got it all set up for you," and then you'll be Stephen Avery. Instead, you'll just talk NASCAR on the interview. He doesn't. All right, we got Stephen uh, Avery, but all he wants to do is talk NASCAR <laughs> sports gambling. <laughs> Yeah, to be like, we're, we're his handlers. To open him up, just he, he really likes NASCAR. If you can just talk that for 10 or 15 minutes, he'll probably sing like a bird afterwards. So just start with some NASCAR talk, and then you just don't get off of it. Could be good. Man, could, this, could is be a, good. this is a Wednesday show if I ever saw one. Wednesday on a well, Tuesday. We're, we're going to get it back in. Uh, did we even? I don't think we even read a text. Uh, <laughs> no. <but> good job. <laughs> We read it. We alluded to a text from yesterday, but didn't read any from today. Now we're past the hour. We'll have a whole another hour of Kentucky Roll Call coming up next on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker in the crowd and Justin Kane. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Galen on your Tuesday morning. No more sunsets in Louisville before 9 p.m. You mean after 9 p.m.? Correct. That Uh, is what I meant. Boo! Be crazy if it was the other way, though. It'd be exhausting. (laughs) <laughs> really, really would be. Uh, so there you go. That's that's good. We want the days to get a little bit shorter because it means football is right around the corner. Scooch especially loves it when it gets a little bit cooler. We all agree with him on that. Something that we agree across the board on Kentucky Roll Call. But speaking of football, Roush, you had some big-time news that I, I stumbled across on another outlet and then had to go to KSR Plus to get the, the scoop there. Uh, would you be talking about one Nigel Glover? Uh, I actually was, was not talking oh. about Nigel Glover. Um, was talking about the, the Smith bros. Yeah. But, what, uh, but, but we've also got the Nigel Glover, which is maybe a little bit like bigger news because that could be more impactful potentially. It could happen like tomorrow. Um, so yeah, Nigel Whoa. or no, no, I mean like he's on campus today. <laughs> Uh, but Nigel Glover, Northwestern linebacker, he was the highest ranked player in their 2023 recruiting class, which was Fitzgerald's highest ranked recruiting class ever. Four-star player out of Dayton. UK recruited him a little bit out of high school. I don't know how extensively, but there was a pre-established relationship there with Vince Marrow, and now Kentucky's going to get his first visit. He's the first departure following the hazing scandal and so now he's he's going on a string of visits Kentucky's up first today 
Uh, he'll get to East Lansing after that, followed by Ann Arbor. So uh, a little Kentucky, Michigan State, Michigan, Mel Tucker, and Steve Klingscale recruiting battles, which we've seen a lot more of the latter as of late. And uh, yeah, as you kind of alluded to as well, like there's that that's um, another battle isn't going anywhere anytime soon either uh, between Kentucky and Michigan for 2024 recruits. Yeah, so uh, exciting stuff all around with UK football. Exciting time of the year. Is Glover somebody that could play for UK? Like, so would you expect him to to get minutes this upcoming season? It, it really is a maybe because that uh, linebacker is a position of need. Um, a they get hurt. Part of the reason why you don't look at. Trevin Wallace and D.R. Jackson are brand-new starters, but they started half of last season because Jacquez Jones and DeAndre Square were hurt the whole time, or half the time. You know, like, that's a position that gets banged up. It doesn't matter how big you are. It's just there's a lot of wear and tear on that position. So you need depth there. They have Martez Thrower, but they needed to go to the portal to get Daver and Rayner from Northern Illinois uh, last uh, during the spring. So... Outside of that, they signed a kid in J. Vant Brown, um, who is a late Michigan State flip, four-star linebacker from Florida. And this could be another chance to add depth at a position of need that kind of needs it. And m- maybe he's the the next he, – he could fight to be one of the next guys up. So that, that's the part where it's more of a – like it's more of a long-term play where you're not as – okay, if we get this guy in 23, then we don't necessarily need to sign another guy in 24. But there's a chance that they they would need to use him at some point this fall just because of the the depth situation there and just how that position takes a beating. So um, it would be a, a, a fun late addition, one that, you know, I, you kind of liken it to Trey Mitchell. It's not as desperate in, or for Kentucky football standpoint, but – you didn't see this coming at all, and he could kind of just fall into your lap all because something crazy happened at his his first choice. Yeah, I'll take it. That sounds good enough Good enough for me, especially this late in the game. You've got open scholarships. Uh, it would be cool to, to make that happen, and things have to move quickly here because, you know, it's almost August. Yeah. You can't. Can't, can't waste any more time on that. Camp camp starts, I mean, they're, UK Football Media Day is a week from tomorrow, so, like, that's – some practice is happening, so he's going to want to get to wherever he's going as soon as possible. Um, so the fact that Kentucky is one of the first visits, I, w- I, I don't think he'd – I can't imagine he'd be able to take more than just Kentucky, Michigan, and Michigan State. I mean, it's just, like you said, the timing of it all. Maybe he could squeeze one more in, but also he'd, he's a 23 recruit. I mean, he was just going on all these visits a year ago or so, so I don't know how much – he needs to actually keep looking elsewhere, but um, would be it would be a nice, nice, nice get. Um, and you know, this is also too, TJ. Why you have a little extra scholarship capital? You never know what's going to pop up on the transfer portal. Yeah, uh, well, and that's why you always keep relationships, even when people commit elsewhere. Because Jacob and Jared Smith committed to Michigan, according to you, they're visiting UK. That's exciting. Yeah, the um, the news we we heard uh, some our, our well plugged in uh, Corbin Intel told us that they were moving back 
and enrolling last week. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, well, Michigan's going to be pissed about that because there's there's no way that they're in Corbin and moving back to Kentucky and Kentucky's not cranking up the pressure, right? Like, it's one thing if they're playing at a prep school in Connecticut. It's just you're not going to overextend yourself there. But there was always – now that they're moving home, Kentucky's going to recruit them. They're going to be active on that front. And, like, flipping these kids – I. It was kind of a weird ordeal because when you've got twins, there is not a – you expect them to do everything together, right? You expect to have the Harrison twins ceremony where they are they got the hats on the table at the same time. They put – you know, like you expect it all to happen at once for them to be a package deal, especially if it's not where they're dramatically different. Obviously, there's going to be one that's ranked a little bit higher than the other, but I think in the industry ranking, it's only they're only five spots off. So like they're pretty even. And yet Jake I don't want to get this wrong. But I, I here I am mixing it up. One of them committed well before the other. Jared committed following an unofficial in April or May. And Jacob still planning on taking his visits. But then once his brother was there, it was kind of like, well, damn it, you kinda now nobody wants to, you know, people don't really want to try to recruit me because they know that they're not going to, like, I'm probably going wherever my brother's going. So he ended up, I think he only took one official visit elsewhere. He canceled his Kentucky official visit. But now these kids are in Kentucky. Um, they've got both of their official visits to use. And so Vince Merrill gets to do, the, the door's been cracked for Vince Merrill to take advantage of it. So he's he's going to. Um, and it's, it's, they're cranking it up this week. It's going to be a, a wild four months of recruiting battles between, um, Kentucky and Michigan. This whole cycle really has been, but it's going to be a wild four months for these two. And, um, you know, hell the, you know, if you get Brian Robinson on board, Nigel Glover, it could be an empire strikes back sort of situation for Vince Merrill against Steve Klinkscale and, uh, the Michigan football program. Scoots, I admittedly didn't even know they were from Corbin. Same. If you didn't know it, how would I know it? That's news to me. Same. Yeah, it, it's it's originally summer. Like they played for Somerset, I think originally. Uh, but like, and I know I don't want to make those listeners mad, but those are uh, stones throw away. I'm pretty sure they're in the same region, uh, just a county over. So um, yeah, like Somerset, just short drive off 75. Corbin's right there. Um, and I'm not. I think there was a connection too. Maybe they know the kid that's the cornerback at Corbin. But uh, it's also exciting too because the Redhounds they were pretty damn good a year ago, and they've got some big names on their schedule. Um, Lexcath, North Harden, they play in a bowl game in week two, and then um, Douglas is traveling down to Corbin in September. So I, 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 I'm not one of the. I don't make final decisions on where we do our Kroger game of the week, but. I can imagine that we're going to be there for at least one of them. Yeah, you you would think so. All right, well, good stuff all around on the on the football side of things. Yeah, fun, fun, nice little, uh, nice little recruiting bump this week. Where it is, this is the the last week of July is the wall you hit where it's like, all right, SEC media days, football's here. Oh, I actually wait two weeks before camp starts. Um, so this is our little wall. We've got position previews rolling. That's our sort of thing. And so uh, it's also the time where 
it's fun to go outside and just hang out with the cats in between breaks. And uh, yeah, they're up and at them. The black cat went away, but the other two came up and said hey to me. The orange <laughs> one and the striped one. There are a significant amount of cats at the studio. At least five that I can think of. I, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Do they sleep it. under the bus or the cars or something? Like I don't. I think they all belong to the neighbors. Huh. And they just kind of... Just meander over for their little food in the morning. Bum, bum for a little lunch off the big axe. <laughs> Trevor may kidnap some of them. Just keep that in mind. You never know. You never uh, know. It's U of L's. Is it ACC Media Day? Yes, which this could be, I mean, to tie into the Northwestern talk with Nigel Glover, Jim Phillips was the AD for all this stuff, and uh, the I, I'm less shocked, TJ, by, you know, when there's hazing stories that come out, you know, you can normalize anything in a vacuum. So, like, what they were doing, none of it will shock me. The shocking part is that it's it seemingly was in every sport, and this is while ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips was the athletic director. It, it happened at least during most of his tenure there. So he's going to have to answer questions about it, I think, today, which, yeah, that that's that's going to be something, something else. Oh, yeah, you'd imagine there's probably going to be a bunch of questions about it. All of the big J's are going to be there, your Thamels, your 40s, uh, Dellinger. So, yeah, that that – that's going to produce all the headlines, not Louisville's Howard Schnellenberger boots. Oh, yeah. For, did you all talk about that yesterday? I don't think so. I think that came out yesterday afternoon. Um, well, and Miami are going to play the, the Louisville Sports Commission came up with it. Did they run it by Miami, too? Because you, you wouldn't want this to be a civil conflict situation. No, you would not. Like Central Florida and Connecticut, where <laughs> Connecticut made up this rivalry trophy, and then Central Florida was like, Eh, no, no, you wouldn't want Miami to be like, hey, U of L, you didn't even ask us about this. No, no, thanks. But uh, Louisville Sports Commission made a Howard Schnellenberger trophy, and it's a golden boots. And since he was at Miami and he was at U of L, they thought it would be good to have that as the trophy. But Roush, how do they not make it a pipe? And that's what everybody was saying. But that's true. How do you not make it just a golden pipe? See, and it it's kind of cool that they they got his actual uh, boots. So Carl Schmidt just retired as the commissioner from the Louisville Sports Commission, and he worked for Howard at Miami and U of L. Um, and so he's got a good relationship with the Schnellenberg family. I'm assuming he asked Beverly, like, how could like we want to do this trophy for this game? Maybe he asked for an old pipe, and maybe she was like, well, how about these boots? Like, that part's cool, but it should be a, just a giant pipe. Not like like one that, like a Paul Bunyan's axe-sized pipe that's just obnoxiously large because I didn't even know he wore cowboy boots. Like, I'm not surprised that he did when he coached, but, like, I that the signature look was the mustache and pipe, not the, not the cowboy boots. I, too did not know that he wore cowboy boots or that that was like part of his fashion icon. Uh, I thought mustache and, and pipe and maybe sometimes a funny hat. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, I also liked the picture of him in the boxing ring with Bobby Bowden back in the eighties, which just so wild to me that they would do stuff like that to promote the sport of college football. Now we're like, now it's, 
we're just happy SEC Media Days is here to break out the monotony of off-season talk and kind of give us more off-season talk. You know, it's just it's crazy the the change in schedule and everything. Let's head on over to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Fellers, Roush, before Beckham came to the MLS, there was this guy named Terry Henry that came over and played for New England Revolution, and he was just as good, if not better, than Beckham in his prime. Scoots, it'd be cool to have Pulisic here playing, but you want all your younger talent over in Europe just because the competition is so much better. They'll develop at a much better clip, and that'll carry over when they come play internationally. Love the soccer, boys. That's from Levi. I did. I know Thierry Henry just from. Uh, I mean, he was you know one of the. He's one of the best players in the world, but had no idea that he he went and played in the MLS when he was still decent. I just didn't know he played in the MLS at all. And I do know that now he's one of their bigger broadcasters because he's he's in Ted Lasso a ton, you know, doing the Ted Lasso bit as the BBC or it's either BBC or Sky Sports soccer show over there. I don't know what you all talked about or didn't talk about yesterday, but Scoots, I would like all the American top talent playing in American soccer. Yeah, I mean, that just makes the most sense. But then Levi brings up some great points. I mean, it, it, the competition is better in Europe, so you would like to think it would behoove them more to play over there. It's much better, but I, I feel like if, if we want soccer to take the steps it needs to in America, you need to have the top talent playing where kids can go to their own stadium and see the best Americans playing. I, I think that helps, but I he's Levi's not wrong. But the, that other stuff is true. The money's better, obviously. The and the competition is much better. The environments are better. It's bigger, better soccer. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But if we want America to take that step, you're going to need all the best homegrown talent staying at home as the top option. And they're just not there yet. Yeah, it was wild. We were we had a long soccer discussion yesterday, and I was actually thinking when we were talking, really weird that we would talk that long about soccer with you not being on the show. So yeah, you missed a great soccer segment yesterday. It all started with Messi's beautiful goal to win it. No, that was wild. Uh, and then you get the women playing tomorrow night. Yeah. Against Woo! the who? Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. That's yeah. going to be a good game. Amsterdam knows Dutch. Yeah. So got the, got some TBT action tonight. Women's soccer tomorrow night. Not too shabby for summer radio. A texter says, Scooch, you may be the first person to say you really like A1 sauce, but you don't use it on anything. Also, you said you'd use it on steak bites, but isn't that what cutting up a steak is for? Very, very confused it's here. Great point, I, I also am confused. Yeah, I mean that makes three of us then, because I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I enjoy the taste of a one. I just don't eat it on anything. He's like, I like it, but I don't want to put it on a big steak. But if you had small steak, then it would be. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, why, I don't, does the, why, why does the size of the steak matter? Because I, I don't want to ruin like a whole steak with a one. I mean, not, not, not when I say ruin, I don't, and it doesn't even ruin it. I just prefer <laughs> steak plain. I don't know. But then if, yeah, I don't, I'm, so you, I'm confused. You, just, your brain <sighs> is so warped. It doesn't by understand. Pop culture it. telling you that if you put a one on your steak, oh no, you're like, so then you're less of a man. No, that's not what it is at all. Because when I was growing up, my dad put A1 on every steak he had. I just, I have never, I mean, I have, but I just, I rarely eat A1 with a steak. But if you did steak bites, you just, like, 
I mean, I bought some strip steak yesterday to just make with some different, you know, it's like, oh, well, we'll have steak tacos and we'll do stir fry with some steak in it. Like you can, you can make your own steak bites. Maybe, maybe that's what you do on vacation suits. One night you make a, a big meal for the whole <laughs> vacation crowd and it's steak bites. Yeah, I don't know if I, I think we're going to go out to eat every night. So I think I'll be spared the cooking. Oh, wow. Every night? I'm on a whole different planet with this whole conversation because are you under the impression, Scooch, you can like, you can squirt it on the side of your plate and then you can cut (laughs) your steak and and, like dip it as much as you need. You don't have to like douse. It's not like a a covered buffalo chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. Like you don't have to douse it. You can just dip a couple bites into it. Big and small steak for steak bites. (laughs) This is this is nonsense to me. I feel like I'm taking crazy pill because Roush didn't even allude to it. He just went on of this whole tangent about this, that, or the other. But like, I, I don't. You don't have to douse your steak in it. I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills too. So basically, TJ, yesterday I just posed the question that I really like a one, but I don't eat it on my steak. So I needed something to dip in a one to get that a one feel in my life. Pork chops, great with A1. Pork Not chops a, are awesome with A1. I low-key, you all are going to make fun of me. I hate pork Damn chops. Damn it, Scoot. Hate Damn them. it. I knew you were going to say this. This is not good. I hate them. But what, what? They're just, I mean, unless they're cooked to absolute perfection, which is so rare with pork chops. I mean, they there, are immediately one of my least favorite things to cook because, like, you, you want to cook them slow, but you can't cook them too yeah. slow because they got to get warm enough. Like, it's a, yeah. And there's just like random fatty pieces more than yeah. most other cuts of meat. But gosh, a good pork chop is there's sometimes I'll go to a nice restaurant and I'll like seriously contemplate getting the pork chop over the steak. Mm-hmm. One, you save a ton of money, but two, it's like usually just as good, but usually I can't bring myself to do it. But I love a good pork chop. That's great with a one sauce, not to feel like you're ruining a steak, but uh, you don't like pork chops. So what else can we think of? There's some burgers that a one can be good on. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be the most likely option. I, I think that started the conversation too. Was that they said a five guys burger with a one on it really slaps. Mm, gotcha, yeah. man. I, I like never go to Five Guys. Only been a couple times in my life, but it always looks pretty solid. For it's overrated. Part. Overrated. Oh wow, you're overrated. <laughs> a text. Also, said, that is not if you TJ. It's not a fast food burger either. If you were ever thinking like. Well, is this violating my policy? Not fast. Five Guys is not fast food. <laughs> I've had it, but I think I've eaten it there, and I've had it. Um, I've had Smash. I like Smashburger. I oh used yeah, to go there somewhat frequently. Um, not not so much anymore. A texter says, "TJ, when's the longest you've have waited in traffic?" I don't know. That's uh, that, off the top of my head. Not sure. I, I imagine probably a spring break when I was a kid on the way down to Florida. Probably being in traffic a lot. It seemed like, but. One that does stand out is after the 2014 Elite Eight game against Michigan, getting home from Indianapolis to Louisville took like four and a half hours. Ooh. That was just wild to have just your, tri- your, your trip in its entirety doubled because of traffic was like a tough concept for, for little old impatient me to, to get behind. But I was on cloud nine because UK had beaten Michigan, so it was probably the most relaxed and chilled I'd ever been for being in traffic for two and a half hours on a two-hour drive. So that was pretty bad. That's, that's what comes to mind to me, Plumley, bro. Yeah. You all are, you, even though they didn't say you all, 
even though it only said TJ, you all can't answer. No, these he's literally just resending the same text that he sent <laughs> oh. to me and Roush yesterday. Yeah. The, the next two know how long you waited. The, to. the next two are the same situation. We already answered them yesterday. <laughs> TJ, do you think this current UK team would beat the current TBT U of L team? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, much more athletic in shape and and just Everything. all around better. Yeah. Again, these are. I said it with the Canadian trip, but like these UK guys are going to be in the NBA soon, uh, in probably eight months. And these U of L guys are not in the NBA. And that's not because they can't. It's because the NBA doesn't think that they're good enough. So, yeah, I, they would have so they'd get roughed up a little bit inside and have a tough time on the glass, I would imagine. But they'd be so much faster and more athletic and more in shape that the UK team would beat the current TBT U of L team. Uh, the next text says, this car is a good movie. It, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I, I, I just I, I just disagree with your take so much, TJ. Is that the, the first time like, you've seen I need cars? people to know this, and especially you, Ralph. Like, I want to like it. I love Owen Wilson. I, who wouldn't like a movie about cars? It's just not a good movie. To have half the movie, the main character, like, tied up to this weird machine that doesn't really even make all that much sense, is not a good. It's not a good movie. It's just not. It wasn't fun to watch. Uh, the baby Lucy could. She hated it. I mean, she absolutely hated. <laughs> it. Well, you're off the hook then, because I we we got in. We've like gone through our cars phase already, but we had a phase there where it was one of the car movies at all time, or like the shorts that they do. Um, we've kind of moved on to Incredibles though, and Duke thinks Jack Jack is just the funniest. I mean, you you get Jack Jack on doing his all of his weird little superpowers, and it's just the silliest giggle you've ever heard in your life. So that's cute. Yeah, I want to like cars, and but like here's the thing that I also have to understand, Roush is we may I, I don't know if we'll have other kids or not. I think that we we may, um, but but like assuming you know you have another kid. I've got years and years and years and years of watching these movies. So I'm probably going to watch all of them. I'm probably going to watch several of them a lot. And I'm mm -hmm. probably going to watch quite a few of them a million bajillion times. I understand that. But I do, I, I want to watch all of them though. And I kind of want to have my own pecking order and ranking order of all this. So I do probably need to watch Cars 2 and Cars 3. I have no idea how they possibly could have made additional oh, movies yeah, that, after the first one. But I guess I'll need to, to, to bite the bullet and watch those movies. Uh, but the first one was horrible. Two is, uh, they, they almost make it like a one-off because it, they make it a spy movie. Um, so that's at least <laughs> kind of fun where it's, you know, it's a spy movie, right? Um, and three is not good. Three, three is bad. Like, it's fine enough, but... Um, but you, TJ, I think your point though is you overall point. You don't need to be in a rush to go watch these because you're going to end up seeing them, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like I hadn't seen uh, the Wreck It Ralphs at all, and Brooke watched like she had one on with Duke while she was riding the the exercise bike, and said it's like, oh, this is this is kind of fun how they conceptualize the internet. Um, so yeah, like I I'm going to end up getting to them all eventually. Um, it's just a matter of thought. All right, Roush, I have to ask you then, since you've seen Wreck-It Ralph. Well, I haven't. She oh, you haven't. Okay. Because okay. I got told recently I sound like Fix-It Felix from Wreck-It Ralph, and I don't know who that is. Ooh, I don't know who Fix-It Felix is either. Is that the character played by Stephen Avery on that movie? <laughs> no. Not I guess voice by Stephen Avery would have been a more proper way to phrase <laughs> that joke. But uh, I also don't know if I've... 
that's the thing is like some of these movies, Roush, I've only seen part of them or maybe a little bit. I don't think I'd ever seen Cars at all. So I was excited to see it. It just let me down in a major way. That, that was I we I completely missed Frozen when it initially came out. I think we were in college. And then watching it the first time, I was like, okay, I get it. This is a good this is well done. Good movie. But something else I thought of too is that like when I'm watching these movies for the first time, is it am I liking some of these other movies more because there's a nostalgia aspect to it? And maybe they're just bad movies, but like I remember them fondly. And these movies that I'm watching for the first time, they're just bad movies because I'm a 32 year old man, and it's just not like it, you know, it's just not my entertainment so I, watching I, talking cars. But maybe it, that's it. It might be the way for some of those old movies, like Pinocchio. Pretty weird. Um, same thing with like a Dumbo or something. I wasn't big fans of them first go around, um, but some of them do hold up very well. Still, yeah. even in high, like Cinderella, like you come on, it's, it's great. Cinderella, Cinderella. Well, my All right, let's, let's take our last break. Let's do it. Yeah, woo. we'll come back. One final <laughs> segment Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. One more thing. Do me a favor. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Was that accidental or were you trying to quote TLC on purpose? I don't even understand the reference. You don't understand what you said? I don't know what that is. Get out. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. True story. Hanging out Sunday, uh, it, hanging out with the, the neighbors. They have a kid that's around the same age as our kid. And neighbor was like, are you wearing Shady Rays? I was like, I am wearing Shady Rays. And I said, are those Shady Rays? Those look like Shady Rays. He was also wearing Shady Rays. He says that he loves them for years. It's the only sunglasses that he's been buying and that he's been wearing. But he did not know about the replacement pair promise or guarantee. So I had to tell him about it. And if he, I said, if you lose or break them or those same sunglasses that you have right there on your face, if you just want those that same pair resent to you, you pay a small processing fee and they send it right back to you. Brand spanking new. He couldn't believe it. He didn't understand how they functioned doing that. I said, because they're a good company and they find ways to make it work. Uh, he had the Polarized Plus sunglasses, which whoa, I didn't know if I knew that that was a thing. And he was like, well, let's see if there's a difference between them. So we were mixing and matching, seeing which <laughs> ones were, if we could tell a difference between the two. We could actually tell a difference between the two for what it was worth. Uh, That's such very, a dad's rock kind of moment, too. Yeah, it really was. Wait, let, me, let me see those things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, with yours, I see a little film on them that's not on mine. And we were like comparing and looking and holding them up to different angles and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, it was it was good. But we were, we were all happy with our orders of Shady Rays. I was telling him next time that he buys Shady Rays that he can use promo code BIGX for 25% off. Big X, B-I-G-X, easy peasy. Save some money. Shady Rays, everybody across... Kentucky is putting them 
on their face. It's going to be football time in the bluegrass soon enough. Make sure you're getting your – you can get some white and blue Shady Rays, by the way. Get them ready for football season right around the corner. ShadyRays.com. We can get back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texture says, Philly cheesesteak and A1 is top tier. That sounds good. I guess that would work. I don't think I've ever done it, though. I mean, it's steak sauce on a cheesesteak, so yeah. It would... makes sense. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't see why not. No, I'm hungry. Well, finally caught up on the Northwestern hazing scandal, and my goodness, Fitzgerald and his inner circle deserve jail time for leading and fostering a culture like that. Yeah. I guess I'm, I haven't gotten into like the weeds of it. Not because I don't necessarily want to. It's just, I don't know if I haven't found the time or I haven't found the right article or the right article at the right time, but I guess I don't know all the, the, the details. Yeah. I'm not a big, um, throw people in jail either when I don't know. Yeah. Just the Eli Drinkowitz. Yes, uh, more so a locker, not jail. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, but I guess I need to I need to read up on it some more. But the 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 part of Jim Phillips being the you know with the ACC and all that that's going to be an interesting dynamic. So uh, we'll hear a lot more about that today, as I'd imagine, as Roush said earlier on today's Kentucky roll call. A texture says Kirby. Can you all give us a heads up on Divisions Day so the Thornton's text line can provide some juice? As a Browns fan, I really think this year will have a happy ending. Yeah. See? See what he did there. Kirby, we will give you a heads up, though. <sighs> Kirby. Gosh. TJ, did you like the vest St. X gave at the scramble? I did like the vest, although there was a mix-up on the cart. That actually ended up leaving it in the cart, so I'm going to need to go back and get my vest. Oh, but no. I know, exactly. You pay that much money, I want two vests. A, a texter says, I could take it or leave it. Next year, my group needs to play in the morning session. Afternoon always seems a little rushed and unorganized. My group, including two 78-year-olds, shot a five under, but they never told us the older guys they could hit from the whites. The winning team was 17 under. I call BS. Man, Big Springs was a tough track. Sorry for the long text. Have a great day, boys. It's just so hot in the afternoons, too. And it makes sense that they'd be a little unorganized because they, like, that's also part of the reason we had the mix-up on the cart and ended up leaving something back is because some people that didn't work there, but they were volunteers or something, just came and kind of took the cart, um, which is fine. It's just a vest. If I don't even get it back, I'll, I'll live. But it's just so hot in the afternoons. But it does make sense why they'd be a little unorganized or a little rushed there. And they, they didn't really say where the, anybody was supposed to hit the tees. I think just most people were hitting where, like, the advertisers were for the most part. <laughs> I like that. Oh, uh, Texture like says, it is objectively hilarious that Elon Musk tried to rename PayPal X before he left there as well. It's a letter, bud. It's not that cool. Uh, and well, you know, everything he does, he's got the X in it. SpaceX, the Starlink, and I think that's spelled with some X's or something like that. Or it's got an X logo or something like that. What if he was he, just the a guy big... likes the guy likes X? He's a he's a big X guy. X gonna give it to you. He just had a uh, DMX like that. What if that's the source of it all? Right, like he's just a big DMX fan, and he yeah. after hearing that song, he just wants everything to be X gonna give it to you. He's got to have X on all of it. I, I I maybe not the branding that I would go with, but he 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 paid for it. 
but will he pay for it? You know what I mean? Mm. John here. Good morning, everyone. Hey, Justin, I hope you have a great, safe, and fun vacation. Thanks, All right, John. who will have a bigger impact on and better season this year for their respective teams? Dane Key for the football cats or DJ Wagner for the basketball cats? I'm taking Wagner. He'll be the ringleader of the best college basketball team this season. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. But you'd think the starting point guard would have a more opportunity to make a bigger impact, John, just because he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more. Don't tell Jeff Goodman that he's the starting point guard. Uh, where Dane Key, he's going to he's going to be awesome, but he doesn't have the ball in his hands every time, and he has to rely on another guy getting him the ball into his hands. So I think the easy answer is DJ Wagner, but yeah, I guess you could make you you could kind of change the conversation to who will impress us more in their respected seasons, Dane Key or DJ Wagner. Um, I, I cannot wait, Roush, to see Dane Key and Barry on Brown. I don't think I've been this excited for a wide receiver duo since Keenan Burton and Stevie Johnson. And this one even more so. For sure more so. This is the most excited I've been about wide receivers at UK in my entire life. The thing that I like is that when we start talking to the coaches, Liam Cohen is going to kind of be a, a jerk about it, which I like. Like He's not going to fluff him up. The whole spring, he was just like, you know, they were good, but they could be much better. <laughs> He's being a hard ass on them. And that's what they need because sophomore slumps are a real thing. So they got to take the coaching to make sure that they're on top of their P's and Q's and there's not a giant letdown. Are they going to get that done? Let's hope so. I could see there being, you know, some games here and there where they disappoint. My biggest concern with Barry on Brown is it feels like in big moments he tries to do too much. So that that's the part that I'm, you know. I mean, the Ole Miss – well, I guess the Ole Miss game he didn't, but that South Carolina game, he was trying to do it all, and it was very clear. They're like, dude, stop. It's it's like uh, Paul Rudd and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, nope, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Slow down. So I also, yeah, that South Carolina game. I'm not going to really blame anybody for trying to do too much. They they made it pretty well known on that first play. They didn't really have a plan per se, or their plan was just trying to be goofy and do silly stuff just to try to get lucky, which was the plan. Was it? Is there a delay on our end, Roush, or are you doing something? No, I, I'm a little bit of Bofa. <laughs> What's Bofa? <laughs> uh, Scooch says he has rounded out his top five movies. So what, what, what? where were we at on the movies? Which ones were they again? They were pretty bad. I uh, so I had said Ted and Office Space. And, and then Fifty First Dates was a fringe top fi five. Fifty First Dates is in there. Sorry. No, it did. It, you, Fifty First well, Dates you, did not no. make the cut. It made the cut. I'm sorry. No, you have it in there. It's probably probably number six or more. seven. And you had a Bug's Life in there. <laughs> I do like a Bug's Life. It's a great movie. <laughs> no, so I've got Ted, Office Space, Weekend at Bernie's, Fifty First Dates, Step Brothers, and this is the one that's going to blow your all's mind, and I'm going to catch heat for it. Matilda. 
Matilda, great movie. Top great five movie? movie. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've watched it so many times. I could probably quote the whole movie. Miss Trunchable is a great villain. For sure. And it probably stems, though, from the fact that I liked the book so much before I saw the movie. But yeah. Matilda's a fine movie. Not Shouldn't be in anybody's top five. That's in mine, so suck it, pal. Uh, you also have A Bug's Life and Fifty First Dates. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of Bugs Life, we were talking running backs earlier. Did you all see the quote uh, about from Le'Veon Bell in regards to Bugs Life? No. He was he came out with this wild quote that he was he was like Flick from Bugs Life, and he was like kind of led the charge to like expand everything and get running backs what they deserve. And the NFL he compared the NFL as the grasshoppers. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Everybody's got to be up to date on Bugs Life, the movie, to get those references. That's true. And if you're not, sorry about you. Yeah, sorry about you. Get get up to date with the Bugs Life. A texter texts into the Thornton's text line and says, Go Cats. Another texter says, Is OG intern cat still hanging around? At Trevor's house. Trevor kidnapped him. Oh, yep. God, he took yep. him. He did. Kid- <laughs> he catnapped him. A texture says, fun fact, it was hash in the Schnellenberger pipe. <laughs> Five Guys offers A1 as a topping for their burgers, elite sauce for their burgers. Another texture just says, A1 milkshakes. <laughs> 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 With little mini steak bites in it. Scoots, Scoots take, take your butt down to Patty's in Western Kentucky. Two-inch-thick pork chop wrapped in bacon. It'll make you slap your mama. Mm, maybe I can get behind that. Anything that with bacon. Amazing. Yeah. Where is that in? Western, where in Western Kentucky? Yeah, you got to be a little bit more specific texture. Western Kentucky is large am- geographic That area. sounds so good. I love, too, that it's kind of like... It's kind of a sicko move to have one part of the, ba- of the pig wrapped in another part of the pig. But you know what? I bet it's delicious. Another texture says that was blatant abuse of the text line. What? What did we do? I think it was bro. Plumley bro just asking the same <laughs> questions he asked oh, us on Monday. <laughs> I spent around eleven hours in standstill traffic on Alligator Alley getting into Millennium New Year's fish show. What a scene. What? That That sounds oh. miserable. I don't know what any of those things hours? mean though. Alligator Alley. That stuff happens, though. You'll get, like, people caught in a snowstorm or stranded or something, and their cars will be there for 12 hours, 15 hours, days even. Uh, I'm happy I haven't been there, but... There's the Alligator Alley in the Wisconsin Dells. Reptile Zoo. Maybe you can go there, Scoots. Heck yeah. Let's get it. Ooh, maybe you can find your old iguana. Maybe. He's, he's long gone. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me. Maybe because yeah, it's in the Wisconsin Dells in retirement, enjoying its <laughs> retirement. A texture says, also, in that getting back to Louisville after Michigan game traffic, what a tournament run. Most fun of my life, probably. Oh, so you were you were on 65 with me. That was horrible. And the thing is, we had some friends who I they we left at like the same time. Obviously you stayed till the end of that Michigan game. I think we hung out for a little bit and like watched the celebration, but they left right around the same time as us. 
uh, but they must have been like five minutes ahead and they didn't get it. We did. It stunk. But that was. We were all, we were riding high. That was a really fun weekend. You beat U of L in the Sweet 16 on Friday. We stayed in Indy all weekend, beat Michigan on Sunday. Two last second or last minute shots. Ah. Oh, time to wife, be alive. Life changing stuff. Mm hmm. Kirby. Cars being a horrible movie is, is such a, another person take. Be better, TJ. You be better, Kirby. It's a bad movie. I'm sorry. I want to like it, but it's just bad. Maybe Car 2 will, will capture me more. It probably won't. It probably won't. <laughs> I, think, I think my favorite part of the movie, I just like the uh, Radiator Springs is a fun little, like you, you got the Luigi with the tires and the cones instead of the teepees. Like it's a... It's very fun concept of the the old town, um, and it's not. I think is it Paul Newman? I think Paul Newman plays the old man, and it's one of his last roles too. If I'm not what sort of legal system do they have too, where the judge lets the guy go, and then the town revolts and is like, "No, you were forcing him into manual labor, forced manual labor," and the judge is like, "I already said no," and they're like, "Well, we don't think so." Like, what is going on? Uh, those are the bad people in this movie. <laughs> they got the chain gang. Working. Yeah, how about a little? Ju- how about a little justice for Lightning McQueen? A texter on the Thornton's text line says, "Wreck It Ralph is incredible. What are you all doing as people and as parents? I haven't seen it, Kirby. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I just yeah. haven't seen it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We got plenty of time. Land between the lakes areas. Forget the small town name." Well, you can't t- give a restaurant recommendation and not tell us where it's at. <laughs> you can't just say Western Kentucky land between the lakes area. I will say That's a huge if you, area. If you looked, yeah, that it, there is a lot of land between the lakes. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I've never been to Kentucky Lake, but I saw a video of somebody out on their boat in the lake, and it's it just looks terrifying. It looks like it's the size of the ocean. I'm. Oh yeah. I think I'm good on Kentucky Lake. I don't want. Uh, yeah. No, it's nice. It's good lake, good I, folk down there. I just like the thought of like most lakes. If I'd fall out of the boat and I need to swim to the shore, I'll be fine. Not you, not you, Kentucky you, Lake. You'd be okay. Big big lake, BDL, big okay. damn lake. A texter says, "Honest question: Intern cat better life at Trevor's house or out enduring the elements and frigid and scorching temperatures?" Trevor's house for sure. Trevor, I mean, I mean it may it may not thought, be. We thought that Trevor killed it within two days of kidnap catnapping it. I mean, it may not be the best environment, but I guarantee you one thing: Trevor is feeding that cat, and Trevor is giving it a place to sleep. So I would say, I would say Trevor's house better, but it's it's probably close. But what if it's if what if it doesn't want to be caged in Trevor's house with all those other animals? What if it doesn't like dogs? What if it would rather be just running around killing birds and stuff outside, fighting with other cats? I think they do allow it plenty of outdoor time, but it's a fair question. Like, what if that cat didn't want to live with 16 other dogs and also somebody that smokes indoors? Mm-hmm. Cat has lung cancer now. And secondhand smoke. A texture says, Patty's is in Grand Rivers, and they sent us the website. I'm going to check it out. Um, oh, that, that's definitely on the... If Next time I'm driving around there, we're stopping at Patty's. It looks like a cool spot. It just looks like a cool building, too. 
No one looks yummy. I'm, I'm, I'm like going to sprint home to get something to eat now. I'm starving. Dri- driving would probably be faster for you, Ralph. Oh, suck it, Scoots. Wreck-It Ralph has liberal <laughs> undertones. Am I right, TJ? <laughs> I, I have not seen it, so I don't know. <laughs> but there is a lot of mumbo-jumbo out there, so hmm. I'll let you know when, I, when we make our way around to, to Wreck-It Ralph. Scoots, is, so is, are we done with you? You're done. Oh, wow. Until next Tuesday. A whole week without me. Y'all going to be okay? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to miss you, bud. I'll miss it, too. I hope you do plenty of sports gambling in Wisconsin. I will do plenty of sports gambling, yes. (laughs) Yes. Big sports gambling guy. Wait, did we figure out if sports gambling was legal in Wisconsin? Um, It it is not. Uh so you have to get your bets in in Illinois. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll be. I'll be just fine. All right, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. That's our show. Uh, summer radio at its finest. You get the <laughs> U of L TBT team playing tonight. You get a lot of TBT games today. I think there's maybe eight of them. So they're pretty much all day today. So if you're not wanting to work and you're wanting to watch basketball, it should be on your television. The U of L team plays at seven. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll do a little World Cup conversation with the United States women's team playing at 9 tomorrow. So should be another fun show. 7 a.m. We'll see you then. Scoots, have a good vacation, buddy. Best Thank producer you. in all of radio. Appreciate Be safe. It. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Roll X. Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kelly. Seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again.